Hello and welcome to the One Link Podcast. I'm Amy and I'm here with Brad. Hello, Amy. Well, Brad, what is today's topic? We're calling today's podcast, How Beautiful Are the Feet? So I'm assuming that we're referring to the reference in Romans 10, right? That's right. The second half of Romans 10, 15 says, How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Mm, that's a great verse. Tell us more about how this relates to our topic. Well, we've hit on some pretty heavy topics recently, so I thought we might lighten things up a bit for this episode. You know, while certainly taking the gospel to the ends of the earth will not be an easy thing and will involve sacrifice and maybe even suffering, co-laboring with the Lord in this endeavor is also a joyous opportunity. And I think the Lord gives us moments along the way where we feel his joy, you know, we feel his pleasure. And so I wanted to talk about the beautiful moments we experience of taking the gospel to the ends of the earth. There's joy in serving the Lord. And sometimes it's even fun, right? Absolutely. So I, I want to start with you, Amy. Can you tell us a memory of a time when you went overseas and experienced a beautiful or joyous moment sharing the good news? Just one of those moments when you feel alive and grateful to be a part of what the Lord is doing. Like I said, a lot of stories came to mind, but the first one that did, it really happened unexpectedly, as like many of these moments do. Mm -hmm. So one summer in Central Asia, I was walking with a local friend. Uh, we had hung out quite a few times already, and that particular time we were exploring a regionally famous bazaar. The bazaar was overly full, regionally famous for a reason, and with narrow, dusty aisles and multiple levels of stalls. So we had made our way to the basement area, uh, which was really more of a dusty labyrinth than anything. You know, you go down this kind of a sketchy looking stairs and through the cement corridor and it's all um, a little bit dirty from the, the dust of so many people walking and uh, sort of a muted hush. And we were in a narrow hallway and on this cement wall, there was a poster. And versions of this poster were pretty popular. This one had a, a young Muslim girl superimposed over a watercolor drawing of Islam's holy city, Mecca. My friend, we'll call her Raina, uh, she and I started talking about that poster. And in the course of our conversation, she asked me what I believed in. And I said, I followed Jesus. And Brad, she got so excited. Oh, that's awesome. And it was a little surreal, okay? You know, here I am standing in a basement corner of a sprawling bazaar, a little labyrinthine corner in the dusty, uh, kind of darkish corner of this, of this bazaar in an ancient city in Central Asia. It's a hot day. My feet are dirty. They are in no way beautiful. And I'm very tired and kind of cranky. And on the way there, I'm pretty sure I almost got hit by a bus. And my friend is excitedly asking me if I knew anything about what she called Miriam's son, which of course is Jesus. And it was so surreal, but so good. I, I remember thinking um, at some part of my mind as this conversation was going on, how if I wasn't there in this one moment, how she would have kept longing to hear about Jesus. And she would never have known anything more about who Jesus is, except for his mother, Mary, uh, if I wasn't there. My, my dirty feet, my tired self, all of the little yeses I had given in the process of, of physically getting to that spot had, had led to that moment. And I don't know, it's a, it's a story, it's a moment I've thought of many times in the years since, because 
it very clearly um, someone needed to to be there to answer her question. And in the Lord's kindness, he let me be there. Hmm, that's great. That's a great story. Thanks for sharing that. So how about you? Do you have a beautiful feet story? Well, I have a couple stories here, if that's all right. Um, Please. And both of them begin with in frustration, but end in sort of beautiful feet moments. The first is uh, about a language tutor I had. I'll, I'll call him Abdul. And so I had this this great language tutor, and he had to quit and move to another city. And so I asked around some friends if they had, uh, you know, if they knew of anyone that could teach me English, and they they talked amongst themselves and found somebody. And so this this guy showed up, Abdul, and. Uh, it was clear to me from the very beginning that he was a terrible language teacher. I mean, he was he was teaching me. We were reading this uh, passage in a book, and we came on this word I wasn't familiar with. Uh, I think it was kit, right? And so I said, "Well, can you use this in a sentence so you know that'll like help me understand what it means?" Because I couldn't get it from that sentence. So he said, "You know, look over there. It's a kit." And then just kind of continued on. And I, I later found out that the word meant whale. And we were in the middle of a desert. So I'm not sure how look over there, it's a whale would have helped me. But anyways, <laughs> it wasn't a great language teacher. But as it turned out, you know, in, in a, a future lesson that we had together, uh, incredibly open to the gospel. In fact, I think the Lord had been preparing him his whole life for the, the moment where he would get to look at the Bible uh, when I told him that the Bible existed, I mean, got really excited, kind of like your friend in the bazaar. And I brought it out and he actually wanted to wash his hands before he even touched it. And so he started looking through it. And as he was looking through, he told me this story about how his dad had always wanted to get a hold of a copy of the Bible and had always wanted his kids to read the Bible. I mean, that would have been very, very unusual. And so just made me realize God was at work for a long time before this moment where we met. Just kind of a beautiful moment. And so we, we continued to study the Bible together. And one day we met up uh, at this park where there was this big uh, you know, Ferris wheel there. And so we were hanging around and, and we, were, we started kind of talking about things. And he looked at me and said, Brad, would you like to go into hell with me? And I was a bit confused, of course, because, you know, that uh, maybe he's missing the point of some of the things I'm talking to him. But he said, no, no, no. And he pointed over to this entrance to what looked kind of like a haunted house. And apparently there's the same word as hell in in, uh, in the language there. And so, so we went in together. And um, this was just a, one of those hilarious moments more than even the beautiful feet. I mean, I've never had another man hold me so tightly through a the <laughs> lamest haunted house I've ever been in. <laughs> But we came up out of that, uh, out of the haunted house, and we were walking around and talking. And I said something to him about, um, you know, following Jesus. And he said, "Yeah, Brad, I've decided that I want to follow Jesus." Mm. And so, just a, a beautiful moment where you feel like, Lord, thank you. You, you could have used anybody. There's nothing special about me in this moment, but you just chose to let me be a part of it. And that I'm so grateful for that. And so that was a real sweet moment. The second one actually happened in the same city, and it was it began in frustration because at the time I was working for this little business, and uh, I was trying to get these little handmade teapots uh, from there were farmers that would make them, and then we would buy them and try to sell them uh, back in America, and so I would order. I'd go out. That was my job. I'd go and order these these teapots, and then 
you know, they'd bring them to me. And every time they brought them, they were just full of dents. It was really frustrating. I would just think, what, you know, what is, why can't they make them without dents, you know? <laughs> so, so I was kind of at, at wit's end with this. And so one day I, I saw them coming into town. And I realized that the reason why they had dents is that they were taking them on donkey carts. They had them in a big bag on a donkey cart. And of course, it was just, you know, bang, 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 bouncing on the donkey cart. And so I said, okay, fine. I'll just drive out there and pick up the, the you know, the teapots so that, you know, you don't have to bring them in and get them all dented. I mean, you know, again, my, my perspective was totally wrong. I, I just, uh, it was one of those frustrating moments. And so, you know, unbeknownst to me, God was preparing some things, even through my bad attitude. And so we drove out. There's a couple of us that went out to pick up these teapots, you know, what seemed like a little bit of an inconvenience to us. But, of course, when we got there in this culture, you know, you don't just pick up the teapots. You got you to come in. You got to drink tea. You got to, uh, you know, have a meal. And then the family comes over. I mean, just, you know, opened up half of a day of, of getting to hang out with this family uh, in, in a place where few, if any, people would have ever had the chance to hear the gospel. And so that led to come back for the holidays. And we went back out there for the holidays, spent time with them. And just over time, that whole neighborhood that we, where this person, this teapot maker lived, you know, we were able to have connections and friendships with them. And again, it's just one of those moments of, Lord, you could have said, you know what, you have a bad attitude, you know, you're out of the, out of the game in this one, but, you know, used me in just a, a beautiful moment where, you know, I felt like I'm so grateful to be a part of what God is doing. Those are great stories. So what would you want our listeners to learn from these? I think, first of all, they can learn perseverance. You know, all of these stories begin with some challenges, but end in joyous moments. I, I think a lot of times uh, when it comes to working cross-culturally, you know, if if on our summer trip or whatever, there, there isn't initial success or what we feel like is success, we kind of give up. But Really, those those beautiful feet moments often happen a little bit down the road when you persevere. Ah, oh, that's a great point. But beyond this, I think we have to remember that we serve a good Father, and He delights in us and delights in seeing the good news go to the ends of the earth. And yes, serving the Lord in this way begins with obedience, but it isn't begrudging obedience because we know that there's going to be joy amidst the challenges and beautiful moments when we see the Lord's faithfulness and goodness to us. There's joy in walking in obedience to obey the Great Commission. And I'm praying this day that all of our listeners listeners will experience that joy, no matter what's going on in their lives, and, and that they would desire to take further steps towards being beautiful feet for those who don't know Jesus. You're right. There is a real joy in obedience and in taking up the responsibility we've been given. Know that we're praying for you all. See you next time. We'll see you next time.